Welcome and greetings, career-minded superstars. You are listening to the exclusive Career Coach, your podcast for all things career. And I'm Lisa Edwards, the indispensable career coach for superstars just like you. Now let's dig into this week's topic, shall we? Go from dragging yourself to work each day to finding a job you love. The Career Spring program is for high-achieving and ambitious mid-level professionals like you who are looking for a job that uses your zone of genius, recognizes your value, and pays you what you're worth. If you're ready to learn more, schedule a complimentary consult using the link to my calendar in the show notes. Be sure to follow me on Exclusive Career Coaching on Facebook, Lisa Edwards on LinkedIn, and Lisa.Edwards on Instagram. Greetings. How are you doing this week, guys? How's, how's everything? Hey, I want to remind you again that the October version of Land Your Dream Job Accelerator starts on October 6th. So if you're listening to this in real time, you still have time to sign up for it. This will be an ongoing program that will will happen many months of the year. Haven't set up that cadence exactly. So if October is not a great time for you, know that it will probably happen again in January. I will be the next opportunity. But it is a four-week group, small group coaching session with individual coaching sessions with me built in. And it's at a very affordable price. And the idea is that for those of you that are either already trying to job search, maybe not having the success that you would hope for, or you plan to start a job search and you want to start off on the right foot. So today we're talking about what to wear to a job interview. Things have gotten so relaxed since COVID, and especially, you know, those of us who've worked from home, I know I certainly have taken it down about, I don't know, five notches or so. And in many companies, you've even relaxed their dress standards. And I think all of that leaves us wondering how to dress for a job interview. Now, most of us, I think, are still having initial interviews via Zoom, Teams, whatever. And of course, <laughs> in that situation, it only matters kind of from the you know neck up sort of thing. However, research has shown that if you are fully dressed in your interview attire, you're likely to perform better. You're just more professional. You feel more, you know, sort of in charge and ready for whatever they throw at you. And by the way, I apologize. I'm getting over another bout of bronchitis. So my voice is likely to kind of come and go. I'm going to thank goodness I have an editor who can edit out my, my coughs. <laughs> so when you're talking about an in-person interview, of course, we absolutely have to be dressed head to toe. And what you should wear is going to vary considerably depending on the industry, the job function that you're applying for, and certainly the level of job that you're applying for. I think it's important to remember that dressing appropriately shows respect for the company and the person that you're interviewing with. And when in doubt, it's better to be slightly overdressed. I will tell you that in my higher education career as the director of two university career centers, one of my kind of calling cards at both universities was how professional I was always dressed. And I always made sure, especially if I was talking to a group, whether it was a class that the professor had asked me to come into or an organization that had asked me to come speak to it, I always wanted to be dressed appropriately because I did believe that it showed respect for them and, you know, I was showing them that I was taking their presentation seriously. 
If you're in doubt about what the dress code is and you don't have any other way of getting intel, it's okay to ask your HR contact, whoever your point person has been, about the dress code. And you can also ask them, this is going to come up again in this, this, in this episode, what are we going to be doing during this, during this interview? Because that's really going to affect especially your shoe wear. So why is dressing so important? Number one, you're going to be more confident if you are dressed professionally, especially if you have chosen your outfit well. In other words, you, you've taken thought for comfort. What do I look best in? What can I move around in to the degree that I need to move around in an appropriate way for this interview and for the job? You're demonstrating to the employer that you have a good sense of judgment and you can successfully read a situation. Think about the impression that it would make on an employer if you came into a fairly business attired kind of environment. You were in, I don't know, jeans and a tennis shoe. They would doubt your judgment right off the bat before you'd ever answered any of their interview questions. We can argue all day about, you know, the importance or lack thereof of snap judgments on people and making judgments based on appearance. But the fact of the matter is it does happen. Another reason you want to dress appropriate is that it shows your commitment to professionalism and that you genuinely want the job. Somebody who comes in in jeans and tennis shoes does not look like he or she wants the job. You want to, of course, say things and give examples that speak to how much you want the job and how well you will do in the job, but your appearance is a piece of that as well. Also, it can set you apart from other candidates. You know, there's no way to control them and what they come in looking like. But especially since COVID, I think it's safe to assume that some of them will miss the mark in terms of dressing appropriately. And you will come out ahead, at least in that regard, over those other candidates. Also, it demonstrates your respect for the business that you're interviewing with and those you are meeting with. It's just a, a sign of respect. And then finally, it makes a good impression on the hiring manager. And you never get a second chance to make a, a good first impression. So those are all reasons that it's still important, even, you know, post-COVID, whatever we, we want to think that we're post-COVID, or, you know, whatever's going on in your industry with your profession in terms of, you know, attire and professionalism and dress and all of that. So here are some good general guidelines that I want to share with you. Number one, research the company. Before the interview, you want to try to learn about the company's culture and their dress code. So look at the website. How are the people on the website dressed? I think it's safe to assume that even if the people in the pictures on the website aren't actually employees of the company, that they will be dressed in a way that represents the company unless they're just, quite frankly, kind of lost and clueless about how to put together a website. You can also look at social media profiles. Look on LinkedIn. How are those people dressed? Look on, see if you can find them on, you know, Facebook or Instagram. If you live near, geographically near the company, one of my favorite things has always been to park yourself somewhere near the employee parking lot, either at eight o'clock in the morning or five o'clock in the evening, whatever's appropriate for, for that company to see people either coming or going. And how, what's the overall appearance there? You're going to see a range, but what sort of comes at, what do you see most often? What seems to be sort of the norm? And then finally, you can ask current or former employees if you know any or if you feel comfortable reaching out to strangers, you know, ask them about that. So research the company is number one. Number two, let's talk about grooming and hygiene. 
no matter what the industry is, no matter the company culture, no matter the job you're applying for, you want to be clean and neat. There is no job for which it is okay to go in unkept. Your clothes should be wrinkle-free. Your, your shoes should be polished. Your nails should be groomed. And your hair should be clean and neat. If you wear glasses, and this is, this is really a pet peeve of mine. I can think of so many people that I interviewed over the years, and I didn't understand how they could see me because I could barely see their eyes because their glasses didn't look like they'd been cleaned that year. You want to avoid perfumes, scented lotions, aftershaves that are smelly, even hair products. I am one of those people who is extremely sensitive to scent. And when I was interviewing, especially when I was in higher education and I was going to college campuses or before I went into higher education, I was working for a retail drug company. And I would go on college campuses and interview. And invariably, those college interview rooms, and I don't think it's very different with corporate interview rooms, they're small, no window, very contained. So if you have, if you are bringing an owner in there that could be offensive or that the interviewer could be allergic to, they may not even be able to conduct the interview with you. And they can't help but have that leave a negative taste in their mouth, even if you're able to, let's say, reschedule the interview and come in fragrance-free the next time, there's still that negative first impression. So grooming and hygiene, still super important. Nothing's changed there. Next, let's talk about accessories. In general, keep it to a minimum, like a watch, a bracelet, a ring on each hand, simple earrings. Of course, this is more for the women, but guys, you you may have earrings. That's going to be, whether you wear that earring or not, is going to be dependent on in the industry and the job. You want to make sure that your earrings, and this is a big one, ladies, they shouldn't swing or make noise. I have done so many mock interviews over the years, both in higher education and since I've had my own practice, where I was immediately distracted by the woman's earrings. And of course, I didn't stop because that wasn't the purpose of the, of the mock interview. But afterwards, I, they just had to watch the video that we had recorded and they could see how annoying their earrings were and how much movement there was in them. And another thing, this is this is more of a grooming thing, but ladies, if you tend to play with your hair, you just can't in an interview. If if you tend to push your hair back off your face or I have actually there was a woman whose podcast I had to quit watching because she played with her hair so much during it was so distracting. She would wear it over one side and down one shoulder, and she would just constantly touch it. If you know that is your tendency that you have, do something about it. Wear it up, wear it back, put a headband on something to keep you from playing with your hair. So women, again, going back to this this idea of accessories, a watch, a bracelet, maybe a ring on each hand, simple earrings that don't swing or make noise, one simple necklace. Or you could wear a scarf, depending on, you know, the outfit, time of year, all of that. And if you do wear a scarf, you want to really minimize that, the the jewelry even further. So you wouldn't want a scarf with big, big earrings, probably not big earrings regardless for a, a job interview. But again, you've got a little bit more latitude if you're in a creative field. Let's talk about footwear. Men, close toed shoes that are polished. So these don't have to be you know, fancy dress shoes like floor shimes. A lot of people are wearing rubber sole kind of dress shoes. And I like that look for most guys, unless you're going into something like maybe an accounting firm, something very formal, 
you can get by with those shoes. Just make sure that they are clean and it maybe polish is not the right word for those shoes, but they are scuff free. Women, comfortable, closed toed shoes with minimal heels or flats. Now, if you are someone who is maybe very petite, you wear heels all the time, you can walk for hours in heels and it doesn't bother you. You have a little bit of latitude there. What I want you to think about is what might happen during this interview? What might you be to do? I was recently, I held up a shower for my daughter-in-law. We're, I'm fixing to be a grandma. We have this group of people at my house and I overheard one of the girls talking, women, talking about how she had gone to a job interview with some new shoes on. She hadn't broken them in and she ended up didn't know what to expect. They didn't tell her this ahead of time, I guess, and she didn't ask. She ended up having to follow the sales, a salesperson around all day on his route because she was going, that was the job she was applying for. And she was miserable because she was in uncomfortable shoes. So, you know, think about this from the perspective of how can I look professional and have comfortable shoes on my feet? Because unless you are one of those snowflakes, God bless you if you can go for all day in, you know, six inch heels and not feel a thing. But most of us, that's not the case. And you don't want to be sidetracked or focused on your feet and your pain rather than the the job and, you know, performing at your best. The next one is colors. You have more latitude on colors that you choose if you're going into a creative company. But in general, you want to stick to more neutral or conservative colors. So black, gray, navy blue, white for the shirts. Men, your chance to shine and show a little bit of your creativity is in a tie. Again, that may not be appropriate for the industry or field that you're going into. But if it is, you know, could you could you put a little color and a little pattern into your tie? Could you wear a a pocket square and and bring in a little fashion there? Women, you, if you are more petite, you may choose a brighter color. And I know many women who have gone with that philosophy very effectively throughout their career. They want to make more of a presence in the room and they're very small, you know, physically small women. And so they might wear a red suit or a, I don't know, a fuchsia suit or something like that. I am a large, a tall and large woman. If I walked into a room in a a red suit, I would probably terrify people. So I would want to go into a room that would make me seem more approachable in, in terms of how I dress and kind of almost less of a presence, take up less room in the, in the room that I do. Next, try everything on. So before the day of your interview, you want to try everything on, make sure everything looks good, everything fits good, everything works together. This gives you an opportunity to go out and say, oh, I really need, you know, a different pair of earrings or uh, whatever, but you have time to shop or salvage around in your closet or your friend's closet or your sister's closet to get what you need. Decide on your accessories, try them on. I mean, we're talking the whole thing. If you just brought new brand new shoes, and I don't recommend it, but you want to make sure you scuff them up. So a good suggestion is to go out into your driveway or your the parking lot where you live and, you know, turn your foot back and forth, really get them scuffed up on the bottom. So at least you're not going to slip and wipe out, right? Ideally, you wear those shoes. So if you do buy some new ones, hopefully it's a couple of weeks ahead of time 
and you can wear them if, if not going somewhere to work or somewhere, at least around your house. Next, I want to talk a little bit about the levels of business attire. So the challenge is really when we get to business casual. So let's let's talk about business professional first, and then I want to kind of throw some curveballs at you with business casual. Business professional. So if the company has a formal dress code, or if you're interviewing for a more professional, a senior role, you're probably going to wear business professionals. So for men, that's going to be that suit, that tie. We talked about the ties a moment ago. You know, is that a good opportunity for you to bring in your personality? Or what I always recommend is don't, it doesn't need to be like a sales tie. Like we're not advertising Tabasco. We're not, I don't think it's a good idea to wear a Mickey Mouse tie to a, a interview, no matter, and like maybe if you work for Disneyland, maybe, but otherwise, you know, pattern, color is okay, but not necessarily, you know, jalapeno peppers or whatever on your tie. For women, you can wear a pantsuit, you can wear a skirted suit, you could also wear a conservative dress with a jacket. We talked about the closed-toed shoes. You want to make sure you're not showing too much, so nothing that's too short, too low-cut, too sheer, or in any other way suggested, too tight. You want the interviewer to focus on your qualifications for the job not what you're wearing. You don't want that to be the most memorable thing about you. So now let's talk about these levels of business casual. If the company tells you to dress business casual for the interview, you're going to need more information. So you want to ask them, you know, I might say something like, if they say, well, the you can dress business casual for this interview, I would say, could you describe that for me a bit so I make sure we're on the same page? Business casual can run from, at the highest level, Think about that business professional and bringing it down a level. So for the guys, it would look like a blazer, so not a suit jacket. A blazer is a different being. It's not a mismatched suit jacket with a different pair of pants. So a blazer, you may or may not have a tie on. If you have a tie on, maybe it's a a more casual kind of tie. Certainly at this level, you can get by with the rubber-soled shoes that I mentioned a while ago. And then it can go all the way down to jeans and a a polo. For women, there's a huge range as well. So if we think about that business casual bringing that down, remember I mentioned a moment ago that dress with the the jacket or the cardigan, that could be business casual in, in some organization. So what you may think of as pretty dressy could actually be their version of business casual. And of course, again, it can go all the way down to jeans, even shorts. I don't think of a scenario where you would wear shorts to an interview, but but in terms of the jobs version of business casual, that's what it could mean. So guys, unless the company tells you otherwise, unless you get specific information that this is maybe a dressier form of business casual, I would go with khakis, a collared shirt, tucked in, and pay attention to details here. So If you're wearing a belt, and in most of these scenarios, you would be wearing a belt, make sure that it is not worn out. I used to say it looked like, if it looks like the belt version of what your mother had on the wall that would chronicle your growth, right? Like you've kept taking the belt out and it kept wearing out, you know, the next hole and the next hole, the next hole. So a a nice looking good leather belt is, is important here. Probably not tennis shoes, but we did talk about those rubber-soled shoes. They would be fine. Clean and scuff-free. For the women, 
again, unless they tell you otherwise, pants would be good. I don't recommend leggings. So pants, it could be khakis. It could be a pair of black pants and a blouse or a shirt that isn't too short. And then a completer piece. So that could be a blazer or a cardigan. That completer piece is very important. And again, unless you have other information, I strongly recommend that piece, that jacket that pulls everything together. Closed-toed casual shoes. So you could get by with a pair of lug-soled penny loafers or some Mary Janes, something like that. Again, clean and scuff-free. So the bottom line here is that no matter how relaxed the dress code is, you should still look polished and put together. There is no such thing as business casual when it comes to your grooming. That should still be at that highest level, no matter what you're actually wearing. The clothes should always be clean. The clothes should always be pressed. The clothes should always fit you. Business casual does not mean sloppy. All right, let's do the DIY versus DFY. So do-it-yourself, my do-it-yourself recommendation today has to do with when to do your shopping for your interview outfit. I recommend Monday through Friday during the day because that's usually when the full-time employees are there so you can get higher quality help and oftentimes they're not as busy so they can give you more of their personal attention. To get this kind of help, I recommend that you think about a well-regarded department store. So we have Macy's and Dillard's here in town. There are also occasionally a boutique shop that you could get good help in. We have a a really upscale one here called Jay McLaughlin. We have a couple of stores that are boutiques and they're higher end, but they aren't the kind of store that you would go in looking for an interview suit. Um, My daughter loves the store Fabric. We have one here in Tallahassee. It's very trendy. It's very much for the college students. And I don't think there's a lot in there that would be appropriate. And so, A, you're not going to have much to pick from there, but also the help may not be able to guide you in the right direction in terms of what they do have. They may make some not great suggestions about what would be appropriate because they want to sell you something that's in their store and what's in their store may not be what you need. Let the salesperson know that you're looking for an interview outfit. Let them know about how much you'd like to spend, right? Don't be surprised if you don't say anything and you go into Macy's and they show you a $1,000 suit, you know, and then you're going to be kind of disappointed in what you can't afford. So tell them that. And then also bring any items that you want to include in this. So if you already have shoes, bring them. A, because you're going to want to try them on with the suit to see if everything looks good together. But B, there may also need to be some alterations and you're going to want the right shoes. Maybe you have a shirt that you plan to wear with a a suit, guys or, or ladies. Bring that, try it on with the outfit. So that's my DIY suggestion. DFY. My done-for-you recommendation has to do with alterations. This is so important. Men's suits and many pants, uh, especially for men, come on him. So it's, you have to get them altered. And usually those stores that are selling suits that way have an alterationist in-house or they farm it out to somebody that they, that's reputable. If they don't offer that service and you do need alterations, ask your friends or family for recommendations. Obviously, you have to allow enough time for this. So if you're buying the suit the day before, you're going to have a problem with trying to get any alterations. Women, your outfit may require alterations as well. Hems, 
Waistline may need to be taken in with pants. Shirt sleeve length may need some adjustment. And it's so worth it to pay for the service. You're going to look much more polished and put together. And your confidence is probably going to be greater when you look in the mirror. So final recommendation that applies for both the DIYers and the DFYers is specifically for the women. This is what I've been teaching for years, decades. Put your suit on. This is particularly if you have a skirted suit, but it really applies to pantsuits as well. Sit in front of a mirror. Cross your legs like you normally would. What are you seeing in the mirror? If you're wearing a skirt and it rides up so high when you sit down, that's not a good skirt for an interview. Maybe the pants really don't fit you well around the waist or around the the stomach area, and you realize when you sit that, A, you're very uncomfortable, but maybe the pockets gape open, maybe it just isn't a good look, right? Now, a lot of times if you're sitting at at an interview, you may be under the table, you know, as far as your bottom half, but you don't want to feel uncomfortable. So if, if you don't look the way you want to look when you look in that mirror or you don't feel great when you look in that mirror, then maybe it's not the right out out for you. Also, does the blouse, if you're wearing a a blouse that buttons up the front, does it gape open when you sit? You know, try bending over in front of the mirror. Is is there too much showing? So a mirror can be a really good friend for you, especially women, when you're trying to decide if this is the right look for you for an interview. So I hope this has been helpful today and uh, take care and I'll see you next week. You've been listening to The Exclusive Career Coach with Lisa Edwards, CEO of Exclusive Career Coaching. It would be great if you would rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Also, I want to be your career coach, so be sure to ask questions about your career management challenges and job search situation. Until next time.